I feel blessed as ever then uh, I'm the best I've ever been okay. So what's the Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I am here. I am here. The playmakers in the building. Welcome to Bearing Down the Gridiron on this lovely night on September 6, 2023. I know I'm late, but I'm here. I'm here to face the music. There's a lot for me to go over, a lot for me to face, and uh, I got to take whatever's going to come my way the best way I can because some of the stuff I got to get into involves a team that I love, that I work for, but it's part of the business, part of the plan. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. You know, the first thing on the docket, we got to go with the two-minute drill. And to begin with the two-minute drill, TCU linebacker sloppy loss to Colorado made a laughing stock of the Horn Frogs. Oh, you definitely got that right because when I recap that, I need to know some things of what happened to y'all at Fort Worth. I wasn't expecting one bit. But I'm going to get to that when I recap that game. That shocked the world. Moving on. Dabo Sweeney says Clemson's loss to Duke almost indescribable. So if it's indescribable to you, to you, then how can I describe what happened to you? Because I'm sitting here looking like what happened to you. But yet again, another game that I got to recap that I had to go crazy off of because I don't know what team showed up at during North Carolina Monday night. I don't even know. But I get to that because Dabble, even the look on Dabble's face is saying he don't even know what team he brought in. How you not know what team you brought in, man? Now let's get to some. Serious news, shall we? South Carolina running back Ahmad Cabal is out for the remainder of the season with a knee injury. He got injured in the first game of the season. That was against South Carolina, I mean, North Carolina, the Battle of the Carolinas up in Charlotte, North Carolina, and just have a season ending injury to, due to a knee on the opening day is that's tough. To deal with that is really tough, but prayers go out to him. Prayers go out to a speedy recovery, a safe recovery at that, so you can return back to the field to handle business as you're supposed to. But man, that is a tough injury right there. That is that is tough. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a tough one to deal with right there. Um, I hate to see that. I really hate to see that. All right, now. The final thing we're going to do for our two-minute drill, we're going to look at Ohio State. Ohio State to play Kyle McCoy and Devin Brown versus Youngtown State. In the article, it says that Ryan Day has not committed to a quarterback just yet. So he doesn't know how what kind of quarterback he's going to go with going forward. But lucky enough from him, 
They worked out in week one. You got the win on the road at Indiana, which is a Big Ten game, by the way. So you not only you want to know, you want to know in the Big Ten as well. You got Youngstown State next. That should be good. And you hit your home opener. Then the week after that, you have Western Kentucky. So you have two weeks to play around to figure out which quarterback between McCoy and you know Brown to see which one you want to go with, Ryan Day, because uh after September 7th, uh, September 16th, after you get done with uh Western Kentucky, the fun is over. You go to South Bend on the 23rd of this month. So you better know what quarterback you're going with when you go to South Bend because Notre Dame looks a whole lot different than they did last year. Okay? Look a whole lot different than last year. Sam Hart, Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. Oh, that dude, there's this. He might have been a missing piece for Notre Dame. He just might have been a missing piece for Notre Dame. That team looks so different. But yet again, they didn't really play nobody. They played Navy and they played somebody else. I forgot. But they didn't really play nobody. So y'all going to be the first test for each other. So this could, actually, I take that back. They have a game this week that might make the slate this week. I don't know. But, you know. Then you got Maryland at home, and you go to Purdue, and we know what the record is for Ohio State and Western and Western Lafayette, even though Purdue is on the slate this week for something else that is not previewing, that is recapping, by the way, but it makes me suspect. But nevertheless, when it comes to Ohio State going to West Lafayette to play the Bordermakers, something's different about the Bordermakers. Then you got Penn State, then you got Wisconsin before you had the workers. Just saying, take the two weeks that you got this week and next week. Find out which quarterback you want to go with, Ryan Day, and make sure you're ready because after next week, September 23rd on down, oh, it's 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 all go. And if you're a Buckeye fan, you better tell you better, y'all better hope Ryan Day make the right choice because it's gonna be on and popping once that slate get it to September 23rd. Okay, that's the two minute drill. Quick break when we come back. We got to recap week one. Pain Train, Pipe Bomb Productions, and the Playmakers blog are now both partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is now your new home for all fan merchandise from the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLS. NASCAR, WWE, International Soccer Leagues, and Golf. Check out the links below for everyday deals on Fanatics.com. Alright, welcome back to Baron Down and Grey Down on this late night, on this Wednesday late night. Uh, shout out to my brother, Mr. Ricky Lewickowicz with that Fanatics commercial. Get all your college gear that you need, even your professional gear with Fanatics.com. You know, offenses, license, everything. You can't go wrong with Fanatics. Great deals, great sales every time you turn around. So get your stuff. And shout out to Ricky, by the way, who is a collaborator with this project here that even though even though I'm the one that's hosting it, he he helped put this together under the Yards Rivals football logo and gave me the reins to it. So I appreciate that. Now let's move on. We got to recap. So let's go with the grand. And with the Grand Iron Roundup, this is some of the games that we're looking at. As you see, my Florida Gators took an L. 
in you in Salt Lake City to the Utah Utes back on Thursday night. Tennessee handled Virginia up in Nashville, Tennessee at the Nissan Stadium. Washington bullied the Broncos of Boise State. Penn State took care of business at home against the West Virginia Mountaineers. North Carolina weighs up. Show who is the true Carolina of the two by beating South Carolina by 14. And, of course, Florida State made a freaking statement by beating LSU. Now, you notice, sleep. now let me die to a couple of these games here. First and foremost, let me go ahead and get it out the way. My Florida Gators went to Salt Lake City and took an L. They took an L, okay? Now, problem is 11 to 24. They won by 13, but yet people saying they dominated. Utah dominated Florida. Utah dominated Florida. They didn't dominate Florida. Florida made Florida made dumbass penalties. I'm just going ahead and say they made dumbass penalties. How in how the hell do you have two number threes on the field for a punt return? Somebody explain that to me. Two number threes on the field for a punt return, and Utah gets the first down because of that dumbass penalty. And then they proceed to score a touchdown. One dumbass penalty lead to a touchdown. Not to mention the first, they they first, they first, they very first offense possession, the safety get caught out of position for a blanking 70-something yard touchdown. Blankly blank blank, because I don't really cuss, so I gotta, I'm going to blank myself. Just to let you know that I'm cussing. Blank, blank, blank. That's the first offense possession for the Utah Utes. 70-yard bomb touchdown because the safety got caught out of position. We get the ball. We get in the red zone on a possession because we we were fighting back. We was in there. So, so it, yeah, it was it was seven three after one, but we was getting our rhythm back. We get in the red zone and false start on fourth and one. We was finna go for it on fourth and one, and a false start happened. Instead, even if he did the right thing, all right. So we can't go for it on fourth and on fourth and six. Let's get the field goal, and you missed the field goal. So the false start led to a missed field goal, missed opportunity. What the blank? Just don't make sense. Okay, it doesn't make sense. Okay, we get back in the red zone again. Third and one, prime opportunity to get back in this game to put the pressure on the Utah Utes and a false start. On the same freaking person, 76, who false started the first time that led to the missed field goal. He false starts again in the red zone. We can't, we can't get no points out of that. Then, then we get a stop. We stopped them on the third down. And then we get a unsportsmanlike conduct foul. Keeps the drive alive, and they score a touchdown. Utah played a very, very disciplined game, and Florida didn't. Plain and bleeping simple. Uh, that's why Florida's 0-1 and Utah is 1-0. 
the reverse of what happened last year when they came to the swamp and Anthony Richardson made a miracle play happen on the two-point conversion and Florida wins the game. Shocking number seven. This year, they came in ranked 14 at home, and they weren't trying to get shocked again. Congratulations, Utah Utes. The back-to-back Pat Toy champions are off on the right start. They are a disciplined football team, and they are 1-0. Florida, get it together. Get, get it together, Bill and Napier. Get it together, Florida. You got this week to get it right, because next week, the next week is a rivalry game, and you know I'm previewing that game, so you better get your head together this week. You better do what you need to do to many states so we can get ready for the next for the following week, okay? Okay. That's game one. Let's go to game two. That was in the state of Florida, by the way, and it was on a Sunday night. And Orlando, Florida, the Camping World kickoff that featured LSU and Florida State. I rematch from last year when Florida State won off a block PAT by one point. This year, okay, we going to the game, and uh, Brian Kelly says uh, we gonna beat the hell out of Florida State. First quarter happened one one, okay. Second quarter happens, LSU's up three. 17 to 14 going into halftime. And for some particular reason, you got your ass outscored 31 to freaking seven. Brian Kelly. When your ass was at Notre Dame, you had no problem beating Florida State. And that is even when they had James Winston in that good team. You had no problem beating Florida State. Your ass had two opportunities with LSU against Florida State, and you're on two. And then you got your ass within the fourth quarter. And you to lose by 21 points. You literally lost by 21 points. When you went into the fourth quarter, the score was 24 to 17. They outscored you in the fourth quarter 21 to 7, you idiot. The number five team in the country got blasted in the second half. Now I got to sit here and deal with Florida State fans left and right now. Because not only Florida lost, but it got compounded because of your dumb ass. Didn't get the damn team prepared to play four damn quarters. Damn you, Brian Kelly, you pissed me off. More than the damn Gators did. Sitting here, got to deal with this mess. Congratulations, Florida State. But week one was about upsets, though. Because uh, as you can see here, ladies and gentlemen, Fresno State went to West Lafayette and took down Purdue 39-35. To make matters even worse, Texas State in an in-state in an in-state battle with Baylor went to Waco, Texas, and decided to beat decided to hang 42 on the Baylor Bears out of nowhere. Um, Baylor? Y'all, y'all do realize Texas State is not a power. Five school, right? They are a division, they are a FCS school or a group of five school, whatever however you want to put it. They a small school and they went into your house and knocked you down by double digits. And then there is the talk of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Deion Sanders in Colorado went down to Fort Worth, Texas against the TCU Horn Falls, ranked 17 in the country. And home 45 on them to TCU's 42. We're going to get to that in a minute. 
And then there's Clemson. Yes, people, that is the right score. For some reason, if you ain't catch Monday's game and you looked at Tuesday, you thought, oh, they must be a misprint. Today, I'm going to tell you, yeah, Duke dropped 28 and Clemson dropped only seven. If there was a worse performance, either from more than Florida State and LSU, is Dabo swinging a goddamn Clemson Tiger. How in the hell you can only put up seven points? By the way, you got in the red zone three damn times. You put one, you put one in the end zone, and then the other two, you fumbled a freaking ball. Just you didn't get hit to fumble it first and foremost, and you just lost the damn ball. And Duke picked it up both times, both times. So you want to know why uh, Clemson only scored seven? Because they don't know how to handle to the goddamn ball in the red zone. And Cape Cutnick, who is now the starting quarterback for Clemson, threw for over 300 yards. But only can put up seven points. Because his running backs can hold on to the freaking ball. Goddamn Clemson, boy. Boy, I tell you. That's why Dabble was looking the way that he was looking when we did our uh, two-minute drill. The reason why he said is indescribable because he don't even know what he put on the field, and he the one coaching the damn team. What does that tell you? And that's Dabo Sweeney, who was a champion. Looking like some idiots. Now, I got that out the way. Back to Colorado. Look at this. Just look at that stat sheet. Just beautiful. It was up seven at the end of one. TCU came one back, and it was only down three going into halftime, 17, Buffalo, 14, Horn Frogs. And then a shootout happened in the second half, 28 for each school, which means Colorado won by three, as you can see. But let's get to the real story. Shadir Sanders, 38 for 47. 510 yards passing and four touchdowns. And note those 510 yards, 510 yards passing, four receivers caught for over 100 yards. Four. Dylan Edwards, 135. Travis Hunter, 119. Xavier Reaver, 118. Jimmy Horn Jr., 117. The first time in Colorado's history. That they have four 100 yard receivers. And this is the first game Dion is coached at Colorado. This is the first game that all these receivers played at Colorado. This is the first game that Shadir Sanders has played at Colorado. On the very first game. And it was in Fort Worth, Texas. TCU. Embarrassed. Speaking of Travis Hunter, this dude here, this dude, Travis Hunter, playing both sides of the ball. This dude is literally playing both sides of the ball. This dude played over 100 snaps in that TCU game. He had 11 catches for 119. 11 catches for what does that round? I mean, let, let me let me let me give you the average. Let me do some averaging for you right here, even though it's late night. I do apologize. So he had 119 off of 11 catches. Less than that is 10.9 yards a catch. Is what this man did to the TCU home for. And then, by the way, by him playing both sides of the ball, I decided to get one of the most impressive picks I have seen in my life. He got a pick off a man that he wasn't even supposed to be guarding. 
Oh, Rob receiver, he wasn't supposed to be worrying about, but he decided to make the damn play. And it happened in the red zone when TCU was on the way to score. That dude, Travis Hunter. That was the number one recruit when he came out and then he went to Jackson State. So when Dion got the job at Colorado, he came right along with along with Sadura Sanders. These two fellas, Sadura Sanders and Travis Hunter, they are on a lot of people's Heisman ballot right now. All for one game. One game. That's how crazy this is. Dion is Dion finna turn Colorado around and it's gonna get really ridiculous right now. TCU, great job on reckoning Colorado to the to the Big 12 a year early. Cause they show not y'all in the mouth. Okay. They show put y'all punch y'all dead in y'all blinking mouth. All right. Now. I think I need to go back to Clemson because I need y'all to see the stat line. Look at this. 3-0 in the first quarter. 7-3. So it's 7-6 at halftime Clemson's way. Clemson didn't score like another damn point. They got outscored 22-0 in the second half. I don't got nothing else to say for that. Now here's how my week I went 3-3 three three for us my bear down picks. And then I did get my extra point with the Washington Huskies dominating the Boise State Broncos. Uh, so let's let y'all see it. Three and three is the record. Got an extra point. So we rocking and rolling. We good. We 500 right now. Not a good start for week one, but we see can we can bounce back and do some other things. So, But that's what it is. And finally, here's your new top 25 going into week two. I'm sorry, I still got that precinct up. I need to take that off for next show. Georgia's one, Michigan two. Florida State jumps up from five, jumps up from eight to three. Alabama's at four. Ohio State five. USC six. Penn State seven. Washington eight. Tennessee nine. And Notre Dame running out the top ten, as y'all can see. So we're going to take our next break here. And then when we come back, I'm going on a tour. The Playmakers Blog is sponsored by Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. So much, so much to stream from shows and movies you can only catch here on Paramount Plus. Whether it be from CBS, BET, Comedy Central, Liquid Loading, and so much more. The new home of Showtime. Watch Showtime original series, movies, and sports when you sign up for Paramount Plus with Showtime. Catch exclusive originals from Paramount Plus such as Star Trek, Strange Wars, The Family Stallones, Halo, and so much more. You also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus, plan starts at $5.99. If you hit that link below, you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Killing Mbappe just all of a sudden finally understood his role, and I think he finally understood that everything Killing Mbappe has accomplished already 
You know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Kylian Mbappe is only 24 years old. He has accomplished so much. And you know what? Kylian Mbappe has not even reached his prime. Finally seeing, you know, the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after everything Manchester United has been, you know, doing lately, you know, th this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all honestly was all of a sudden for real. I, I explained this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now, the World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries. The United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. Into the NetFC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bearing Down and Gridiron. Ladies and gentlemen, as y'all can see that you did so, and also down on the ticker below, we got our sponsors. We have Fanatics on there. We have Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, and I want y'all to listen up. Paramount Plus got a special thing going on through September 20th, which is in two weeks. And you got two more weeks for this. They are doing 50% off for a whole year to stream Paramount Plus. So instead of paying $5.99, you'll be paying $2.50. All you got to do is use the promo code SPORTS. S-P-O-R-T-S. Sports. That's all you need to put. Use the promo code SPORTS. You will get 50% off for a whole year with Paramount Plus. Do not miss out on this big opportunity right here, okay? Get it. Use it, okay? It's down at the ticker below. You can click the link in the show notes, okay? Get 50% off on Paramount Plus for a whole year. We talking one whole year. 365 days. And you only paying $250 a month. $250. $2.50. That's it. That's all you got to do. And by the way, shout out to my brother, Alex Alcazar, the bare metal test with Internet LC. So all my soccer fans out there, if you love soccer, you're looking for a soccer podcast, Into the Net LC is the show for you. Now let's get back to business, shall we? Now we got two segments out of the way. Time for segment number three. It's a segment that most people love to see because now we got to go on a campus tour. And to begin our campus tour, let's go to Boulder, Colorado, ladies and gentlemen, because this is primetime Deion Sanders home opener in Colorado as they welcome in first-time head coach of the Nebraska Huskies, Matt Rule. This should be interesting, Matt Rule. He missed a golden opportunity up in Minnesota to knock off World your boat Golden Gophers, but they knocked it, but the Golden Gophers winning on a walk-off, on a walk-off kick. Or should I say walk-off field goal? Should I say to beat them by three? Obviously, we already know what Colorado did to TCU anyway. So it's the home opener. Two first-year head coaches in in this in their programs. And we're going to see, Matt Wood, can he rebound on it? Or will Deion Sanders continue to roll and have Colorado be more of the story of college football as they are now ranked 22nd in the country? That is this Saturday, 12 p.m. on Fox, ladies and gentlemen. That's game one. Game two on the docket. We got a pick 12, pack 12 matchup down in Waco, Texas. As the number 12, Utah, you looking to build off their big win over the Florida Gators. And yes, I am still feeling the effects of it, so leave me alone. But now they get to go on the road to, to Waco to take on the Baylor Bills, who are licking their room because 
to Texas State walked in in 142 on you. So I can only imagine what Utah can do to you if Texas State can walk in and hang 42 on you. What you going to do? 12 p.m. ESPN this Saturday. Let's see what Utah does to Baylor this week, okay? Moving on our campus tour from Texas down to the state of Florida and down to South Beach and Cora Gables, ladies and gentlemen. We talking Dolphin Stadium, Hard Rock Stadium down in Miami as the Hurricanes are at home to face 23rd ranked Texas A&M. A rematch from last year when the Canes took they took they butts up to College Station of Texas A&M and came out with an L. But Miami wants payback. They want to bring the U back. They want the U to come back, but I don't know. We shall see. 3.30 ABC. This is a game I'm looking forward to. Next up, we have, ooh, we're going to the bluegrass, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the blue state. We're going to Boise, Idaho for another rematch where the Boise State Broncos welcome in the UCF Knights in a Big 12 Mountain West matchup. These two faced off last year in the final year that the Knights were a part of the American Conference down in Orlando. Boise State came out on top in that game. They, they came out with a tough, hard world win. UCF is looking to repay the favor, especially now that they are in a big, in a power five conference that is the Big 12. They want to send a message that they should be taken seriously now because of the conference they're in. So this is their time. Can they go to the blue turf and take down the Boise Broncos? Or can Boise go back-to-back seasons of knocking off the UCF Knights? We shall see. 7 p.m. on Saturday, FS1. Speaking of night games, let's go to the Pac-12 and Big 12 because we have another matchup between these two conferences. Down at Lubbock, Texas, where the Red Raiders will be hosting 13-ranked Oregon Ducks in primetime action, 7 p.m. on Fox. This should be an interesting one because we all know the Ducks like to put up points. We know the Red Raiders like to put up points, so I'm expecting a shootout down at Lubbock, Texas. On that nice field, that nice turf that is down there in Texas Tech. Can the Red Raiders put off one of the biggest upsets that they have done since they took down Texas when Texas was ranked number one? It's been a long time since the Red Raiders put up a big upset. Can they do? Because Bo Nix is in the highest men race along with Caleb Williams, Shadir Sanders, Travis Hunter. And probably some other people that you want to throw in that has been race, but Bo Nix is definitely in there. Can the Red Raiders outshoot Bo Nix? We shall see. And then, as we continue to move on, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to this. Our spotlight game of the week takes us to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, when the fourth ranked. Clemson tied, play host to 11 ranked Texas Longhorns, a rematch that a lot of people was looking forward to after what took place last year. The Alabama Crimson side come walking in there. Quinn Ernst gets injured, doesn't finish the game. Bryce Young, who ended up winning that, who ended up was a Heisman finalist, did all he could to survive Austin, Texas, and got Alabama out of there with a victory. The rules are reversed. There's no more Bryce Young. 
there is no more Bryce Young. Quentin Ayers is still there, but there's a guy by the name of Archie Manny that's there too. And they won't pay back for losing at home to that home crowd. But when you go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, when you go to Brian Denny Stadium, that is not a place that you can walk away victorious at. I hope. And Steve Sharkey, he knows about that building. He knows about that statement and that fan base. That is Alabama. You remember, he was an offensive coordinator for the man at one point in time on the Knicks save. So this is going to be interesting here. Round two, Sharkeesian and Saban. And Saban doesn't really have a quarterback he's trusting yet. He's still working that out. That's like Ryan Day is. But we shall see because it's going down at 7 p.m. ESPN, okay? That is our game of the week, okay? And college game day will be there to preview that game because that is going to be a big one. Big 12 SEC. But we're not done because we got one more. The extra point, Van Fold. Thank you for, to the fans who voted out there. And with 47% of the votes, the game that y'all picked for me to cover next is this one. Number 10, Notre Dame going to Raleigh, North Carolina to take on the North Carolina State Wolfpacks. That is a noon kickoff on ABC, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be the first test of Notre Dame, okay? They got past Navy out in Ireland. They took care of business against Tennessee State at home. Now they on the road, a true road game against the Wolfpack. That is the NC State. Now, it's not an easy place to win that in Raleigh, North Carolina. They are not called a Wolfpack for no reason. But the Wolfpack, y'all did struggle against the Yukon Huskies. You beat them by 10, 24 to 14. That makes me scratch my head because Sam Hartman, who was a transfer from uh, Wake Forest, knows about y'all, knows what kind of defense y'all like to play, knows what y'all want to do scheme-wise, so he's already familiar with you, and he has a better crew around him than what he had at Wake Forest. By the way, they have two running backs that can pull those people, by the way. They have receivers, and Notre Dame always got tight ends. They forever having tight ends. So, don't really know, but but we shall see. We shall see how this goes and whatnot. But, you know, we're going to take our last break. And with our last break, we're going to get to my pitch because this is it for the campus tour. The Playmaking Spa is sponsored by Lids. Locker rooms by Lids. Shop hats and official sports gear at Lids. Lids, the leading and number one destination for hats, gears, and everything that moves you. Make it a perfect shop for fans to find official sports hats, merchandise, and gears. Represent your team, your town, and your style with a snap hat, adjustable, fitted hat, or beanie from thousands of college and professional teams. Browse the very latest jerseys and t-shirts for the best teams out there. Liz has officially licensed professional and college sports teams apparel and hats featuring the hottest brands and trends. Shop online or visit one of the hundred stores across the country. Lock them by Liz. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for that. Liz, another sponsor of ours. So you have Fernandez, you have Paramount Plus, and you have Liz. So you can get all types of gear that you need for college football, professional football, basketball, soccer, whatever the case may be, whatever sport you like. And Paramount Plus, and we get it again. Paramount Plus, all the way through September 20th, they are letting you do 50% off for a whole year, a whole 12 months, using the promo code SPORTS. S-P-O-R-T-S, 50% off on the plans that you choose with Paramount Plus. So if you choose the the normal plan, you plan $2.50 a month for a whole year, okay? $2.50 per month for one whole year with Paramount Plus. So get it now and don't miss out on the fun. Now we got one more thing to do because that means I have to do my picks, okay? So bear down, picks. And, you know, the first game we on the docket, I'm taking Coach Prime. I'm hopping on the train, damn it. I don't care. Matt Rule, you had your chance, but you blew it in Minnesota. And Deion wasn't going to blow it in TCU. So, guess what? For Prime's hoping, home opener, I'm taking Prime in the Colorado Buffaloes, okay? That's what I'm going with. Next up, we had uh, Utah and Baylor. Right, man, look here. If, if you can get beat by Texas State and they can hang 42 on you guys, Good Lord, Hammers. I want to know what they're going to do. I want to know what you talking to. Especially if Cam Rising is back because he didn't play against Florida. He was out. If he's back ready to go for this week and it's against you guys who just got beat up by Texas State. Man, get out of here. Number 12, but number 12 takes care of Baylor on the road. Ah, oh, the rematch between the A&M Aggies and the Miami Hurricanes. And I'm going to roll with Jimbo on here. I'm going to roll with Jimbo on here. Well, the ACC did not have a good week one, okay? So I got to get back with the ACC. We got to get back on the road. So we need to take care of Miami. LSU couldn't take care of Florida State. But damn it, A&M can take care of Miami. So we're going to get that ball rolling right here, right now. A&M for the win. UCF is at Boise State, and uh, I'm going to try it again. I picked UCF at home last year. I took a nail. They're going to the brew grass, the brew turf. I'm going to go with it again. I'm going to pick the Knights to take care of Boise State. You're in the Power 5 Conference. You need to make a statement. This is the game that you need to make a statement. The Knights over the Broncos. I'm taking the Ducks. I'm going number 13 over with the Red Raiders in a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. It could be a final score of 56 to 43 or 42, something like that. But it's going to be some points put on the board. But I'm rolling with Bo Nix, and I'm rolling with the Oregon Ducks to take care of the Red Raiders in Lubbock, Texas. Our game of the week. Who do you think I'm going to pick? Who do you think I'm going to pick? If it involves Alabama, it's like I'm picking Alabama. Because Nick Saban don't lose that damn much, okay? He beat them last year in Austin. Now the game is in his place, in his building, where he's been making his riches at, Brian Denny Stadium. Oh, no. Texas ain't walking in there beating them. Oh, Nick Saban will find a way. He will find a way to get past Texas, okay? He will find a way. Trust me on that. Alabama for the win. And then that brings us to our favorite of the week. Remember that y'all pitting Notre Dame at NC State. I previewed the game. 
And I'm damn right, I'm taking Notre Dame. I don't what the what what NC State gonna want to get past UConn by ten? And Notre Dame's out here that's destroying everybody, even though it's just Navy in, in the Tennessee State. But man, Notre Dame finna walk into Raleigh, North Carolina, and they gonna beat the Wolfpack by ten. I give them ten. I'll say I'll say the Wolfpack show up a little more better than what they did last week against UConn because it is Notre Dame and it is number ten. Somehow, when you go to Raleigh, North Carolina in this type of games and you rank highest ten. The Wolfpack seems to get a little bit more motivated to play even better because they sure had a downer against UConn, okay? I expect a better performance from the Wolfpack, but I'm still taking Notre Dame by 10, ladies and gentlemen. So that's the recap. My picks for week two. Colorado is a winner on the, in their home over, over Nebraska. I'm taking Utah to go on the road to take care of Baylor. I'm taking Texas A&M to go down a the Miami at Hard Rock Stadium and get the Miami Hurricanes another loss, back-to-back losses against the Aggies. I'm going to do it again. It cost me last year when UCF was at home to Boise State, and Boise State won. It cost me, but I'm going to do it again. I'm taking UCF over Boise. I got Oregon winning a shootout over the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'm taking Alabama to win at home over Texas. And for the extra point by the 40 by the friends, you the fans, I'm taking Notre Dame to get by NC State by 10 points, okay? That's what I'm going with, all right? Those are my picks. That's all you know. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully this week I'll do better than I did in week one. For those of you who just tuned in, I went 3-3 three and three in week one, but I did get the extra point right because the fans voted for Washington and upset Boise State in Seattle. Washington took care of them, so I did get that extra point right. Let's see if I can get 2-2 two and two with Notre Dame beating uh, NC State. But I got to do better in the main picks. I went three and three. I lost Florida. I lost TCU and I lost LSU. That's not good. That is not a good start for me. But nevertheless, we gonna, that's where we at. So that's all I got for you on this late evening on Wednesday night. Thank you for those who are tuning in on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Appreciate it. The playback for this will be ready short to go on tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, catch me tomorrow. Rick Ramley talk. The first week of the season of the NFL is here. Tomorrow you will see the Detroit Lions take on the Kansas City Chiefs to open up the season. And then on that Sunday, the Los Angeles Rams take the trip to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks with some painful news. But that is tomorrow. This is it for Bearing Down the Down. Thank you for tuning in. And I will be catching y'all later. You just experienced Bearing Down and Gridiron, hosted by Donnell the Playmaker Silence, in collaboration with Art Brothers Football. Bearing Down and Gridiron is sponsored by Liz Fanatics and Paramount Plus. If you enjoyed today's show and would like to make a donation, you can donate via Cash App at Dollar Sign D Playmakers at Dollar Sign D Playmakers. Remember, Bearing Down and Gridiron is available on all podcast directories, including. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. And for Apple Podcast lovers, leave us a rating review. Let us know what you enjoy about today's episode that you're listening to. Tune in again next time for more Bearing Down the Gridiron, hosted by the Play.